All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Woman from Wichita killed in Christmas Day crash. We have the story. Lawmakers may talk seriously about the border this week. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. We're getting reports of some slick elevated road surfaces this morning due to the snow that's been falling overnight. How long will this last? Our forecast, it's on the way. A woman from Wichita is dead after a Christmas Day crash five miles west of Larned. The highway patrol says weather conditions were a factor. 86-year-old Evelyn Reese of Wichita was killed in the crash. 27-year-old Braden Smith of Larned was hospitalized in Wichita with possibly serious injuries. Two people suffered minor injuries. The Highway Patrol reports a pickup driven by Braden Smith went out of control on snow and ice, crashing head-on with a car containing four people. Lawmakers will meet tomorrow negotiating the issue of border security. Fox's Chad Pergram with more. Both parties now fixated with fixing the border. But all talk and no action before Christmas left negotiators without a deal. Fights over parole, migration caps, and asylum vexed by partisan Senate negotiators before the holiday. Talks resume Wednesday after a Christmas pause. Democrats resisted addressing border security for years. Democrats now paying attention. But Republicans view the Democratic conversion about the border as political. No border security also means no money for Israel and Ukraine as the issues are intertwined. And more than 200,000 migrant encounters have been reported at the southern border since the first of the month. Blizzard conditions are striking millions in the Great Plains. Fox's Matt Finn has the story. A powerful and dangerous winter storm is continuing to intensify across the Great Plains, and it's packing quite the punch, bringing heavy snow, strong winds, ice, and sleet to the region. Right now, more than a half million people in South Dakota and Nebraska are under blizzard warnings. Some places could see more than a foot of snow before it's over. The same system will bring soaking rain to the south, Midwest, and East Coast by midweek. Near zero visibility, blowing snow and high wind have led to crashes and closed roads in the northern plains. War rages on in the Middle East as the Israeli defense system works to expand its operations in Gaza. Fox's Trey Yinks has the latest from Tel Aviv. The Israelis say the bodies of five hostages were found in this intricate network of tunnels. This week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's wife, Sarah, wrote a letter to Pope Francis asking for help to pressure Hamas to free the remaining hostages. Thousands of miles away in Vatican City, Pope Francis delivered his traditional Christmas Eve mass. He didn't mention the Israelis or Palestinians by name, but said Tonight, our hearts are in Bethlehem, where the Prince of Peace is once more rejected by the futile logic of war, by the clash of arms that even today prevents him from finding room in the world. A little-known fact about Gaza, there are actually 800 Palestinian Christians who live there. 
17 Israeli soldiers were killed during the weekend. A suspect is in custody after a standoff in South Wichita overnight Saturday near 31st and Palisade. A police SWAT unit on the scene went inside the residence around 7 a.m. Sunday where the suspect was asleep. Police say the situation was resolved peacefully. KNSS News Time now, 7.03, three minutes past 7 o'clock. Christmas Day with the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. No Powerball winner over the weekend. That story just ahead. Stay see you at the end of the morning here on KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Head now 707. Seven minutes past seven o'clock on this Tuesday, December 26th. Gaza's more than 54,000 war wounded include a growing number of amputees who face hard choices and challenges as they try to survive in a war zone. Health officials say overwhelmed hospitals that now lack vascular surgeons at times had to amputate limbs, which in normal times could have been saved. In other cases, the severe nature of the injuries meant more limbs are not salvageable and needed to be removed as soon as possible to prevent death from blood poisoning. President Biden and the United States launching a fresh wave of attacks against Hezbollah targets in Iraq. This story from Fox's Matt Finn. Officials say they're in response to the terrorist group's attacks on a U.S. airbase earlier in the day. At least three U.S. service members were injured with one critically wounded. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin says the U.S. will not hesitate to take action to protect American troops. And Secretary Austin says his prayers are with the brave service members who were injured. This year's Kwanzaa celebration begins today. Kwanzaa, a celebration of black culture. Today through New Year's Day, celebrations that often include African song and dance and a large traditional meal throughout the seven nights when families gather and children light candles, representing seven principles, including striving to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race, self-determination, and collective work and responsibility. A celebration that's growing in popularity with this year the first ever Kwanzaa display unveiled at Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The final full moon of the year, the cold moon, set to make its 2023 debut. According to the U.S. Naval Observatory Astronomical Applications Department, the first full moon after the winter solstice and the last in 2023 will rise around 4 p.m. Eastern time, reaching maximum light around 7.33 p.m. Eastern. NASA says it will appear full for three days, adding it takes a high trajectory across the sky because it is opposite to the low sun, so the moon will be above the horizon longer than at other times of the year. NASA and the Old Farmer's Almanac note the full moon in December is often called the cold moon, explaining some Native Americans also named it the long moon night and Europeans calling it the moon before Yule. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7.09, nine minutes past seven o'clock. KDOT still listing all of the uh, highways in the Wichita area as at least potentially slippery out there. Uh, treated snow, so wet. 
and uh, potential refreeze a possibility out there. Uh, just remember that the thing that's going to freeze over the first bridges, uh, overpasses, elevated roadways, uh, on ramps and off ramps, those are what are going to uh, uh, get slippery first. So just be extra careful. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ron L. Good morning, Steve and Ted. How we guys are? are uh, <laughs> how we doing? Oh, we're doing great. We're here. Yeah. Yeah, day after Christmas, time still just a flying by. And you know what? Before you know it, of course, we have another long uh, holiday weekend on the way as we say goodbye to 2023 and welcome in. 2024, and I'll, I'll just uh, go ahead and share you guys a little bit as far as that extended forecast goes before I get into more detail. But it does look like uh, the new year, this time around anyway, looks like it's going to come in like a lamb, not really expecting much to happen. But of course, before we get to that point, we do have to watch out for some snow showers. You know, as Jad mentioned, those elevated surfaces, that's what I noticed on my way into work late last night. For the most part, my drive was okay, but as soon as you hit a bridge or an overpass, the light snow that we've received so far, you know, you can see, just see that thin layer of snow that's just collected on those elevated surfaces. So that's especially where we need to make sure that we're taking care as far as our drive goes, or at least if you have to be out and about today. I know there was barely anybody on the roads yesterday, maybe a few more people if you do have to head back to work as far as our day today goes. So we'll have a 30% chance of snow for our Tuesday, mostly cloudy sky, still cold too at 36 degrees. Snow chances dropping off late tonight and tomorrow should be pretty dry as we eventually turn partly cloudy. Still going to be just as cold, though, with a high of 37 due to a northwest breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour. By Thursday, should be able to rebound into the lower 40s. Uh, actually uh, expected to get up to exactly 40 degrees Thursday afternoon under partly cloudy skies. A lot more sunshine builds in by Friday. High of 44, topping out 48 Saturday. Just a couple degrees shy of that 50-degree mark. And then another cold front late in the weekend, just knocking us back a few degrees. Uh, New Year's Eve, 44 for a high, and then New Year's Day, 45 for a high Monday. But other than that, other than the chilly temperatures, we're also expecting dry skies, sunny skies, and a bit of a breeze out there as we transition from the old to the new. Oh, and right now we're at 32 degrees, uh, still a little bit of light snow falling out there with a southwest breeze at 15 miles an hour. We have a wind chill of 22, so we have light snow, we have the cold, just allow some extra travel time this morning and bundle up too. It looks like, uh, looking at the radar, about two-thirds of the state of Kansas is receiving some sort of precipitation right now, or cloud cover at least, right? Yeah, it's going to be one of those days where regardless of where you are, for anybody that's going to be traveling locally, uh, it does look like you'll you'll run into some snow at some point. But the uh, majority of which expected to fall across uh, northern parts of Kansas for anybody that's going to be heading up towards that way, especially for areas around and north of I-70. That's especially where we need to make sure that we're just uh, taking it a, a bit slower out there. All right. Thanks, Ron L. The 713 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, December 26, 2023. On this date in 1996, six-year-old beauty queen Jean-Benet Ramsey was found beaten and strangled in the basement of her family's home in Boulder, Colorado. To date, the slaying remains unsolved. Ted, do you know who did it? Here we are, 27 years later, still. You have a brother who was suspected and a stranger who was suspected. Several different stories on that. A very strange case. Yeah. Still not solved. Baseball Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk 
76 years old today. One of the all-time greats. And Baseball Hall of Famer, Ozzie Smith is 69. Another one of the all-time greats. Played for the Cardinals. Uh, Two Hall of Famers. It's a pretty good defensive player. Celebrating birthdays today. Yeah. Stephen Tennant more here on KNSS. And uh, let's see what else is going on here. Um, This morning, let's see. Uh, Oh, I have a couple of birthdays I want to mention. David Dennis having a birthday. Who is David Dennis? Longtime Sedgwick County Commissioner. Commissioner, yep. He served as the chair. And he's uh, short-time Sedgwick County Commissioner. He's not going to be on the commission very much longer. Nope. He's retired from the Air Force and took and, and got himself elected to the, the Sedgwick County Commission. Happy birthday to David Dennis today. And Terry Moses is having a birthday. Terry's um, actually head of security. Uh, uh, she's got a big title at, at USD 259. Basically, she's head of security at the... Wichita Public Schools. Been around for quite a while. I think I, I actually met her husband before I ever met Terry. David's an attorney here in town, so I've got to know David before. I, and really, really liked him. He's, he's a good guy. I had a lot of fun uh, working with him and talking with him. And then uh, Terry had a heck of a career at the police department. In fact, we, some of us thought she might be the first female chief, but that did not happen. She took the the other, the other job. All right. College basketball star for the Shockers. You know, that's, that's true. She comes from a little town up north, and I can never remember the name of it, but uh, she always mentions that when I want to interview her about something. I ask her, where did you come from? This is a little town up north someplace. Yeah, she was a basketball player. How mm-hmm. about that? All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so my baked potato casserole was really a hit. And the last night or yesterday afternoon at uh, Scott's house, my son's house, we had another celebration. And... Uh, Shannon had another baked potato casserole with a lot of cheese on it. That was outstanding, too. And macaroni and cheese. Sounds like your family, like mine, to go with got ham. a nice contingent yeah. of starches for the weekend. Oh, plenty, plenty. I had plenty of starch. Plenty of starch. Yep. Yeah, I'm ready to go. It's one of the food groups. All right. Well, we had a great weekend. I know you did, too. And I know all of our listeners did as well. So here we are back on this Tuesday morning, a four-day week. But we're going to make the most of it with... Five days of content in four days with Stephen Taylor. Well, yeah, let's it? do that. My <laughs> sister right. made some fudge, too. It was. She made fudge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That topped it off pretty well. And deviled eggs. It's good stuff. And deviled eggs. My daughter made some deviled eggs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough comparing of the menus. Seven seventeen. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is sports time here on this Tuesday morning with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, yesterday was Christmas morning, and we had Kansas City Chiefs football yesterday afternoon. Right here, Mitch Holtis had the call on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium on Christmas, hosting their division rival, the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs were had a lead, five minutes to go before halftime. Things were going pretty well, and then the wheels came off. Now the Chiefs have to figure out to go 87 yards against this tough Raider defense as the Chiefs now shift over. They're in a Wildcat set again, and now a drop by Mahomes. And the Raiders will pick up the football and get a touchdown. After the Chiefs did the same thing as Bilal Nichols, who used to play for Matt Nagy in Chicago, the Chiefs just ran a touchdown where they had a direct snap to Pacheco, who faked it to Mahomes. This time he wanted to hand it off to Mahomes, but it was not clean. And Bilal Nichols picks it up, and it's a Raiders touchdown. All right, that's one mistake. You move on. Ooh, but then just a few seconds later, the Chiefs threw an interception, and that was returned for a touchdown. 
The Raiders got two defensive scores just seconds apart, and the Chiefs spent the rest of the game trying to recover. Fourth and goal at the seven. Chiefs down 20 to seven. 9.52 to go in the game. Three eligible to the right, far side of the field, to the right of Mahomes. Now they're scantling to the near side. Mahomes throws a wheel route right side for Rice. It's broken up and incomplete. Nate Hobbs, actually a corner route targeting Rashi Rice. And the Raiders will hold on downs at the seven-yard line. Yep, Chiefs weren't able to get the job done yesterday. The Raiders win the game. 20-14 to was the final score. Two mistakes back-to-back by the Chiefs, and the Raiders got touchdowns on both of them, and that was your difference in the game. Here's Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I think as competitors, you want to make a play happen. Um, but at the same time, you got to know the flow of the game. It's something that I've tried to learn over my career. Um, those two, but those two mistakes at that moment kind of put us in the hole, and we weren't able to climb out of it. And so, I'm um, just trying to find a way to eliminate those. Um, but uh, obviously, uh, it got us today. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Now, listen, they did a good job. I mean, uh, things, you know, things happen like that. I mean, you know, you, you, the yardage gets brushed aside because of the things that happened there. But, you know, we had, we had the yards. We just got to score touchdowns and, and hang on the ball. And, you know, again, that comes down to me putting the guys in that, that position to be successful as we go. And, um, you know, that's, that's not what happened. And, you know, we're, we're working on a short week here. So we got to get through this and over it uh, pretty quick. The Chiefs extremely average at home this season at Arrowhead, 4-4. Four and four. They've split their eight home games. So far, uh, the Chiefs will not be the number one seed going into the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, they still haven't clinched a playoff spot yet with two weeks to go. Chiefs are still in the number three spot in the conference. But boy, a weird game. Uh, the Raiders got those two defensive touchdowns in just a matter of seconds. The Raiders did not score a touchdown on offense. The Chiefs defense held them out of the end zone, and the Chiefs still lose. Uh, and the Raiders had zero pass completions after the first quarter. And they still won. Bizarre. Chiefs have lost three of their last four. They could have won the division with a win yesterday, but they didn't get that done. All right, let's move on to college football tonight. In Phoenix, it's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl featuring the Kansas Jayhawks. KU taking on Nevada Las Vegas. That'll kick off at 8 o'clock tonight, nationally televised on ESPN. FanDuel not expecting this to be a defensive struggle. FanDuel has the over-under at 67.5, expecting this to be a highest-scoring bowl game for the rest of the way in college football. KU is a 12.5-point favorite, according to FanDuel. Jayhawks are in in a bowl game for back-to-back seasons. It's only the second time that's ever happened in KU history. Jayhawks are 8-4. The Rebels are 9-4. UNLV is in its first bowl game in nine years. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl for KU. That's at 8 o'clock tonight, and that is nationally televised on ESPN. Pro basketball in the NBA yesterday on Christmas Day. The New York Knicks win at home at Madison Square Garden and snap the winning seven-game winning streak of the Milwaukee Bucks. Knicks win it 129-122. Coming off the bench for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk Quentin Grimes had two points and a couple of assists. The Knicks have won three of their last four. They're in the number six spot in the Eastern Conference, and they beat one of the hottest teams in the NBA. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 7.21 now. Keep it here for, uh, well, we got come up here. A house call for health on the way this morning. CDC reminds us to be more active. 
That's coming up. Steve at the end of the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Tuesday morning, 30 degrees. And the gusty southwest wind. One person is dead following a Christmas Eve crash in Rice County. The crash occurred on Kansas Highway 14, about four miles east of Sterling. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, a passenger car was driving northbound on K-14 when it crossed the center line striking an SUV heading south on K-14. The driver of the passenger car, 23-year-old Skyler Warren of Great Bend, was pronounced dead on the scene. Two juveniles were also in the car. Their condition has not been released by KHP. The driver of the SUV was a 21-year-old woman from Hutchinson. She suffered suspected serious injuries. Democratic Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson is threatening to sue over migrants being bused to his city. Fox's Garrett Tenney with details from Chicago. Chicago simply hasn't been able to keep up with the demand, and there have been a lot of problems with the shelters where they are putting migrants. Just last week, after a five-year-old migrant boy died from a medical emergency in one of those shelters, six other people living at that same shelter, including four children, were hospitalized. Despite those complaints and being overwhelmed, Mayor Brandon Johnson continues to say all are welcome. And rather than blaming the White House for the border crisis... He's blaming Texas Governor Greg Abbott. To try to control the flow of migrants, though, this month, Mayor Brandon Johnson and the city council approved tougher penalties for buses if they don't give the city a heads up that they're coming and if they drop migrants off at non-sanctioned locations. The mayor accusing Texas Governor Greg Abbott of attacking the United States by sending migrants to Democratic-led cities. New union election rules take effect today. The National Labor Relations Board says new rules will remove unnecessary delays from the union election process and allow workers to more effectively exercise fundamental rights. Included in the new rule are provisions to allow pre-election hearings to begin more quickly and ensure election information is disseminated more quickly. Provisions of a 2019 union election rule are also rescinded. President Biden has described himself as the most pro-union president ever and joined striking auto workers on a picket line earlier this year. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. This Christmas, Apple had to stop selling some version of its watches during a trade dispute. A ban on certain Apple Watch models officially went into effect Christmas Day, though Apple had already stopped selling the latest Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 models. A ruling by the International Trade Commission earlier this year resulted in an export ban on those models after the commission found Apple had indeed infringed on Massimo Corp's patents for blood pulse oximeters, which measure oxygen saturation in one's blood. Patents expire in 2028. While there were reports that Apple was trying to come up with a software workaround, it would be up to the ITC if the change was sufficient. And the Massimo CEO said a hardware change to the watch is what's needed. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Kansas Highway Patrol Trooper R. Davis caught a speedster on I-70 Saturday. But this wasn't any normal speeding ticket. The driver stopped in Dickinson County was clocked at 119 miles per hour. Speed limit in that area is 75. The violation cost the driver $513. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. 
Good morning. An area of low pressure is spinning nearby that will continue to slide our direction. That will increase chances of snow throughout the day. It'll be breezy with a high 36. Cloudy tonight with precipitation coming to an end. Our low 29. Partly sunny and breezy Wednesday with a high 37. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And a cloudy sky now, 30 degrees, and we have a southwest wind gusting to 26 miles per hour. Radar is indicating just about, I would say, two-thirds to three-quarters of the state of Kansas is under some sort of precipitation right now, although we're only recording a cloudy sky in Wichita. 734 now, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. It is Tuesday morning. That is the day we check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you both this morning? Good. Merry well. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Yes, Merry Christmas to you both. You have a, have a good time? Big family gathering or two or three? <laughs> How'd that go? Yeah, yeah, we did it. We hosted Susie's family at our house on Christmas Eve and then went to my brother my brother's house yesterday all evening for for, the, for my side of the family. It was good times. That's yeah, a great a, uh, Great thing about being married is you know you get to you get to you know they get a meal on both sides you get at least two different uh, two two different meals. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I had a had a niece Lindsay Brewer. She announced she's getting married, and then had a nephew announce they're having their second child. So wow. family's growing. Family's growing. How about that? Oh, a good times. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your big announcement? Yeah. What are you gonna say? <laughs> uh. I don't have a big enough. Oh, what? No hip replacement? No hip replacement? No, no. No, nothing like that. Okay. My announcement is I was very depressing about the Chiefs yesterday. Boy, what a a sleeper that was. All right, let's talk about it. What's wrong? I don't know. That was a big old, big old pillow fight yesterday. I don't. Uh, sometimes I don't, and I'm just, I'm just going to talk away. I don't, I don't know anything. Sometimes I wonder about the play selection when, you, when you never run play action passes, and quarterback drops back at the same place every time, and the defense just thinking, yeah, hey, he's going to be back there, and that guy's got to run the football now and then. I'm talking about Mahomes. He didn't run the football in some sort of play, and he, he did a couple of times, Ted, but. Not enough, I guess, but uh, that's one of the problems I yeah. have with that, <laughs> among others. Well, and they, that's all right. They they show up on Tuesday and get their checks still. So oh yeah, that's all right. They still get paid, don't they? <laughs> How about yes, that? Right. <laughs> all yeah, right. right. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's 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 a team this year is just not the one we had a couple of years ago. They were just doing everything exactly right, and it, it's kind of a down year. They still could could make the playoffs, right, Ted? Maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we don't count yeah, them out I mean, yet. They might have a, they might have, they should have a big meeting or something of the just, just the players and uh, and what's her face come in and sing a couple of kumbaya songs with them. Kelsey's girlfriend. That's right. Then then they get it all yeah, straightened right. up, right? All right, yeah. sir. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you goes on a more serious note. Uh, this is, uh, twenty twenty three. Uh, as far as the county and the county commission, uh, what's the biggest uh, what's the biggest challenge we had this year? What was the or or the biggest uh, issue we had to deal with on the county level? Well, you know, it seemed like we uh, we spent a good amount of time uh, focusing on uh, a, a couple of the of the big projects that are actually going to come to fruition in twenty four, like the uh, state mental health hospital, working with them and working with the city of Wichita on that Mac Center, that homeless uh, campus that's going to happen and. And actually, and WSU and KU, the Bioscience Center. And so, uh, 
really is really working a lot with our, our with our government partners and our school partners to uh, to get ready for uh, breaking ground and, and doing stuff in 24. That's what I'd say. Yeah, that's a uh, and that's a kind of a teamwork type thing. That I couldn't yeah. we yeah. couldn't really see anybody yeah. dig in their heels and say I don't want my way on this. You you all seem to be yeah. behaving like adults, you know, and getting things done. <laughs> That's good, you know, and and, and probably uh, adjusting the uh, the uh, compensation and, and salary adjustments at various departments. That uh, we we worked a lot on that. That was a big challenge. So it's all good, I think. All right. So what are the biggest challenges coming up in twenty twenty four? Do you see anything on the horizon that's going to be tough? Other than kind of going the same way, just keep, make sure all this stuff comes online in the right time and the right way, huh? Yeah, it looks like. Looks like I think it's all set to to have a a good twenty four, but you never know. Surely we won't have anything like a COVID thing or anything uh, like that. That was a, that was pretty distracting. Uh, that was a, uh, that was a bad chapter, bad chapter of our history for yeah. sure. So how about the microchip uh, factory? Is it still uh, is it a done deal now? Is if we going to have that or not? God, I you know it, it's all up to the to the federal uh, that chips program yeah. and uh, the. It, the federal award. And, uh, you know, it, I think we said, uh, they had their one year anniversary of announcing that. And that was like four months ago and they still haven't awarded any, any, any awards, but I'm, I do support onshoring, you know, manufacturing of chips, microchips. Cause, uh, as we've said before, uh, 95% of them are made on, uh, overseas and puts us in a vulnerable spot. So, yeah. Sure uh, does. I, I, Hopefully, hopefully we win it, and uh, in this area, and if not, somebody, others need to win it and get get uh, microchips being made in the United States. You know, and, and the other thing is uh, the passenger rail service looks like looks like it's mm, looks like it's going to be done. I mean, uh, no final yeah. write off yeah. of yet, but gosh, they've done everything yeah. but 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 sign the note, you know. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, we'll know. Uh, so the, just a major step on that announcement. That, that the announcement is was bigger than than the than the award of the five hundred thousand to help pay for the for the final study. But the final, which will be done, this study will be done now uh, at the end of the uh, first quarter. You know, let's say March of uh, twenty four. So we will know. Uh, I have a lot of facts about it as far as capital and and operating and and. So it, that's going to be very exciting. So, what about the what about the economy? You think that, do you think that inflation's under control, or uh, we got good things to think about there? And it's the inflation, and uh, everything is has to do with uh, the economy. Is that looking good? Oh, you know, Steve and Ted, I I don't know. You you kind of a lot of people measure it by the price of fuel or gas at the pump. Yeah, that seems to be under control, but it still is. Surprising to me, just just my wife and I, we go to the grocery store. the The cost of, of groceries and durable goods it, it, that that doesn't seem to be coming down at all to me. But uh, but maybe just hoping for the best. Really, I think fuel fuel prices is is a is a big gauge. Yeah, the measure it. Yeah. Well, and you can always yes, you, know, you control that. I mean, you can. Drive a more fuel efficient vehicle, and you don't have to eat every day. Uh, you know, 
I'm being right, right. I'm being facetious, but uh, exactly, exactly. See, it always seems when when inflation hits it hits those folks who can least afford it. Though, you know, the people who don't have a lot of money to begin with, and and we've had, but we had several years where we had it pretty well under control. Now we get it back down under two percent, we'll be happy again, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's all right. right. Yeah. All right. Well, New Year's coming up. You all got right. any? You got any plans for a big New Year's celebration? Yeah, Pete Meitzner's uh, rocking New Year's Eve. Pete <laughs> yeah, you could go to New York City or Nashville or we had to uh, host a, a New Year's party somewhere in downtown Wichita. <clears throat> but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, we'll, uh, we thank you for being with us. And uh, I guess they, next time we'll talk to you, we'll talk to you next year. Yeah, I'll see you next year. How about that? Yeah, you know what? Happy New Year to both of you. Thanks again. It's a great year. Looking forward to 24. All right. Thank you, sir. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meister with Stephen Ted this morning here on KNSS. Coming up, a Wichita Business Journal update. Local nursing homes are pretty near capacity. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is 987 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Stephen 10 in the morning, KNSS 747 now. Three big things. Three. Football Chiefs offense takes Christmas Day off. Raiders 20, Kansas City 14. Two. A winter storm brings blizzard conditions to much of the Great Plains including Kansas. One. Congress returns to Washington this week and may take a serious look at the southern border challenge. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic volume's been interesting to watch today because it does seem that they've picked up quite a bit. However, really haven't seen the type of high traffic volumes that you would generally see this time of day. So uh, maybe some lower traffic volumes out there. However, what traffic is out there does need to remember to be uh, extra careful on those bridges, overpasses, elevated roadways, that sort of thing. Could be some slick spots out there today. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. We have a 50% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 35 degrees. Yesterday's high was also 35 Less than a half inch of snow accumulation is expected or possible 
20% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low, 28. And then on Wednesday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 36 degrees. Right now we have a light snow, 31 degrees. And we have a southwest wind gusting to 25 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jackson. Find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Stephen's head in the morning, Wall Street. Took a three-day weekend for Christmas. On Wall Street, stocks ending mix. The Dow down 18 points to finish at 37,386. The Nasdaq, though, up 29 to 14,993. The S&P 500 gained 9 to finish at 4,755. This on the last full week of trading for the year 2023. The Dow winners on the day, Intel, Amgen, Merck. The Dow losers, Nike, Walt Disney, and Home Depot. The Federal Reserve moving closer to its target goal on inflation, that according to a new Commerce Department report out today. An estimated 7.5 million Americans are traveling by air this holiday season. This is the Department of Transportation reports. It's investigating possible deceptive practices in airline loyalty programs. I'm Tom Graham, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. On average, nursing homes in the Wichita area, about 86% occupied. That's according to data from the Wichita Business Journal's list of the area's largest facilities. Blue Stem Communities, which has facilities in North Newton and Heston, still the largest nursing home in the area with 170 licensed beds. That's eight more compared to last year. Roughly 89% occupied, according to WBJ data. Paramount Community Living and Rehab is located in Newton, dropping from number two to number five on the list, following a 32% decrease in its number of licensed beds, though it's nearly fully occupied. Wichita, Dodge City, Garden City, and Manhattan airports are seeing more customers and fewer flights. That's because the airlines are bringing in larger planes. The airlines are upgaging, increasing to Larger aircraft, because the smaller regional jets are not economical to operate. That's from Valerie Wise, Air Service Department and Marketing Manager at Wichita Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport. And she said that, uh, Valerie said that in an email. The passenger base for the airports in Wichita, Dodge City, and Garden City have increased since 2019 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. 2019 was the highest passenger count until... This, this year, 2023. And that's business news this morning uh, from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted. Americans are expected to spend nearly $30 billion on gift cards this holiday. That's according to the National Retail Federation. Most will be redeemed, but many gift cards wind up forgotten or unused. In a July survey, Bankrate found that 47% of U.S. adults had at least one unused gift card worth an average of $187. Oh, that's a lot of money sitting around out there. Mm-hmm. That's a total of $23 billion in unspent money. Mm-hmm. Under federal law, gift cards can't expire for five years after their purchase. So they're good for five years under federal law. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, frankly, uh, personally, Shelly and I presented a couple of people with gift cards, and I got a couple which I will put to good use, I hope. I did not receive any, but I did give out a few this year. You know, and I, it seems kind of impersonal, but we also had some information earlier before Christmas where some surveys said that 
a lot of people, if not a majority, enjoy them. They think they're good. They get it. It may be somewhat impersonal, but then you can take it and take it anywhere you want. Why it's, is it impersonal? Know, it's a it's gift. Just, it's a card. Well, it's it's generally. I don't an admission. understand why that's considered impersonal. It's okay. an admission that you don't know them well enough to know what to yeah, get. Not probably. necessarily. <laughs> no, it kind of is. I don't think so. <laughs> I just think a lot of people are like, yeah, that's probably fair. But you know what? That's fine. I think it's pretty convenient, especially if I'm too lazy to go and do anything else. Okay, the National Thank You Note Day. Ted's going to be writing these, I know. Recognizing the time-honored tradition of thanking people for their gifts, hospitality, and generosity. I did that face-to-face. Probably won't won't write a note to my, my daughter or my son. It's a day to get some note cards, paper, pen, envelopes, stamps to... Write those special thank yous. Well, I don't know. This day and age, things are changing so rapidly. I, over the weekend, Ted, I needed to go and buy four by six inch envelopes for a certain bill that I pay every two weeks. Yeah. And I wanted to take them home on my computer and have Shelly address them all so I could. Anyway, I went to. Why does she have to address them? She has to. She has to run the. The address part of the computer there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's her so job. So you can print them instead of handwriting. Print them, yeah. yes. So anyway, this is, uh, you know, go to a, a Dollar General store. A couple mm-hmm. of them. Right. Don't have them. Go to Dylan's. Don't have envelopes. Don't have them. Apparently, nobody uses them anymore. I'm the only person in the world. Finally wound up at Office Max. They had them. And I took them up to the counter, and I explained to the young woman there, I said, these are four, these are envelopes that I used I bet you don't sell many of these anymore. She goes, no nope. many. No. I said, okay. Well, uh, I because need Because 99% to... of the world pays their bills online. Yeah. Now. I said, I'm kind of old-fashioned. I said, uh, by the way, she says, do you have a phone number for the uh, for the rewards thing or whatever they have there? I said, yes, and it's it's a landline. You know what that is, don't you? Yeah. Well, she, was, she was getting a big kick out of me. I'm so old-fashioned. I'm way out of touch. Had my grandson fix my watch so it works now. What was wrong? Well, you see, it's wrist activated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I knew how to fix it, but I couldn't get it to fix. Anyway, Reese did it for me. So apparently you didn't know how to fix it. Well, I can go into it. There's a setting in there. Yeah. And you can see the setting. Yes. But it's not highlighted, so it wasn't activated. Every time I hit it, nothing happened. Mm. He figured out how to get it to light up. Apparently, I wasn't, you know, sick. Of, it was going this way instead of this way. I don't know. It's a, it's a little watch. It shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah. By the way, Steve, mm. I had to call you for a reason on Friday, and I called the number I had, of course, stored in my cell phone, and it turned out to be that landline of yours. Yeah? That's probably the most recent time I'd, other than that, that I've called a landline might have been years. I don't know. It's... And I got an answering machine yeah. as opposed to, a, you know, an answering service on a cell phone. You have an answering machine. Yeah. Wow. I, school, it's been a man. long time since I've left a message on a machine. Wow. <laughs> okay. I admit it. I'm old-fashioned. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing right. All right. I'm going to have to. I haven't got to get my car fixed because the computer's not working on it. So, you know. <laughs> There is a place, there's a, my car, in the rear view mirror behind it, right, there's a box in the window, the mirror, the windshield, that apparently controls everything the car does with a little computer chip. I don't know. 
So the wire got busted, and Uh-oh. now now they have to send away to Hong Kong. No, of least. course, yeah. So my car is is down at Carl's, and they're. <sighs> I love it. Okay, seven fifty-seven, Stephen. Hey, we're gonna have some. We got some things to talk about here in the eight o'clock hour. Coming up with Stephen Ted. Keep it right here. Congress is returning to D.C. Uh, will they take up the border issue? We're going to see. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs on Christmas Day action yesterday. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the Blur. Yeah, our first post-Christmas edition of the Blur is coming your way. That'll be at 835 this morning. And we have traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.